Good morning. It's Monday, January 4th. I'm Lucas Dixon, and here are today's headlines from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Brought to you by the SoFi Daily Podcast. 80% of New Year's resolutions fail by the second week of February. If reaching financial independence is something you're striving for in 2021, don't let your goals fall by the wayside. Listen to the SoFi Daily Podcast every weekday to keep informed and keep your financial resolutions. Search for SoFi wherever you get your podcasts. Our top story, President Donald Trump badgered and berated Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger in a call Saturday demanding that he find votes to reverse his election defeat in Georgia. The latest example of the extraordinary pressure he's exerted on state Republican officials ahead of critical runoffs for control of the U.S. Senate. Raffensperger refused demands from Trump to overturn the election results, telling him that the data you have is wrong, as he pushed back on Trump's sham theories of stuffed ballot boxes that the president said would reverse Joe Biden's roughly 12,000-vote victory in Georgia. A recording of the roughly hour-long call was obtained on Sunday by the Atlanta Journal-Constitution and was confirmed by two people involved in the conversation. It was disclosed a day before Trump is set to stage a rally in northwest Georgia for U.S. Senators David Perdue and Kelly Loeffler. In politics, the first day of Congress is usually full of pomp and circumstance, with families gathered in the viewing galleries to see new members sworn in. This year, which brings four new U.S. House members from Georgia, was a much different experience, and Georgians don't even know who the state's two U.S. Senators will be. Because of the COVID-19 pandemic, mask rules and social distancing requirements were implemented, although compliance varied. Freshman U.S. Representatives Carolyn Bordeaux, Andrew Clyde, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and Nakima Williams could invite only one guest each to watch them take the oath of office Monday. House leaders also urged all new members not to host parties or receptions to celebrate the occasion, and there was no ceremonial reenactment with the new members posing with their families and the House Speaker. In other news, a prayer vigil for peace led by religious and civic figures in downtown Atlanta on Sunday evening aimed to mourn into unity. We are in a vulnerable place, the Reverend Ed Bacon, interim rector at Atlanta's St. Luke's Episcopal Church, told attendees at the event held outside the National Center for Civil and Human Rights. Bacon cited the continued testing of the November 3rd presidential election, the upcoming electoral vote count to be certified by Congress, Tuesday's Senate runoffs in Georgia, deaths in police custody, and deaths and layoffs from the pandemic. We bring all of these concerns together in prayer, he said. Online viewers watched a live stream of the event, while only two or three dozen attended in person, a different picture from Saturday's Georgia prayer march held outside the Capitol in Atlanta. That event drew an often maskless crowd of hundreds to the city, and some speakers spoke favorably of the Republican Senate candidates in the runoffs. And finally, Vice President-elect Kamala Harris on Sunday urged voters on Georgia's coast to get to the polls and elect Democrats John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock, kicking off a furious final stretch of campaigning ahead of Tuesday's runoffs for control of the U.S. Senate. I'm here to thank you on behalf of Joe and myself for what you did in November, she said, referring to President-elect Joe Biden. And I'm here to ask you to do it again. Her visit was part of a push that will culminate with three rallies Monday. 
Vice President Mike Pence will stump for Republican U.S. Senators David Perdue and Kelly Leffler at a megachurch, while Biden and President Donald Trump hold dueling rallies later in the day. Leffler also brought in a big name while she campaigned Sunday. South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem joined Leffler in McDonough, where she wowed the crowd of about 100 that had come to see her and the senator at Grit's Family Restaurant on the town square. That's all for today. Check back each weekday morning for more from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution or go to AJC.com. Have a great day.